The ajeeb thing is, the strange thing is that this is almost like a, you know, what we call takia kalam. It's like a repetitive thing that uh, people do all the time, especially Arabic people, uh, Arabic speaking people. Oh, wallahi this, wallahi that, wallahi I will see you, wallahi I will have a cup of coffee, and all this kind of stuff. Now this is uh, very, very, very much disliked. And the Shaykh says to confirm or emphasize a statement, many resort to swearing by the name of Allah or one of his, one of his attributes. This is a bad habit and should, be, and should not be done. The name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala should not be used so casually and to swear by it is a very serious matter. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah Al-Nahl, uh, the meaning of which is that do not take your oath to practice deception between yourselves with the result that someone's foot may slip after it was firmly planted. Always remember the hadith of Rasulullah reported in Bukhari Muslim. He said, whoever believes in Allah and the last day should say something good or remain silent. So it's very important. Um, don't keep saying, Wallahi, Billahi and so on. Then answering a question. If a colleague was asked about something that you know, do not rush to answer. Instead, you should not say anything until you are asked. This is a better manner and a nobler attitude. It generates interest in what you say while enhancing your respect. And also it doesn't make the colleague look bad. You know, this is a very common thing that people do. They just jump up and give the answer. But don't do that. Uh, now, this does not mean that if you are in a class, for example, and the teacher asks a question which is open to everyone, then of course you can put your hand up and you can say, you know, I have an answer. But uh, if you are, uh, if there's just two of you or something like this and the question is asked, give the other person a chance. Let them say what they have to say. And then you can add to that in a way which does not put the other person down. That's, that's also very important. Uh, the Honorable Tabi Mujahid bin Jabr recalled that Luqman uh, al-Hakim salam, he said to his son, if another person was asked a question, never hasten to give the answer, as if you are going to gain booty or to win a precious prize. By doing so, you will belittle you will belittle the questioner, will offend the questioned, and will join obnoxious people with your stupidity and ill mannered ill manners. I mean, so uh, such a such an important advice. Let me repeat that he said: uh, if another person was asked a question, never hasten to give the answer, as if you are going to gain booty or to win a precious prize. By doing so, you will belittle. The questioner will offend the questioned and will join obnoxious people with your stupidity and ill manners. Sheikh Ibn Batta, a Hanbali scholar, he said, I was with Abu Umar al-Zahid, Muhammad uh, Ibn Abdul Wahid al-Baghdadi, the imam and linguist, also known as Ghulam Thalab. He was asked about an about issue. As I rushed <coughs> and answered it, he turned to me and asked, do you recognize an obtrusive character, alluding that I was a nosy person, making me feel very embarrassed. So it's very important not to put yourself in that position. 
Talking on the phone, keep the following basic manners in mind when making phone calls. Identify yourself by saying your full name unless you are calling someone very close to you. Do not engage in conversation or answer questions until you, you know who is calling. Choose the right time for your call, whether, call, whether calling relatives, friends, employees or officials. Make your conversation brief and to the point so it will not interfere with their business or other calls they themselves have to make or receive. Again, a very important thing today with... Um, uh, with cell phones and this book was written before that uh, which is that it is very 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 impolite to look at your phone to check your messages and so on in the middle of a conversation with somebody so please it is very rude don't do that nothing will happen we all suffer from this uh, FOMO fear of missing out uh, and it's time to you know grow up and get out of that. Uh, I mean, all of us are, are, are victims of this and I ask Allah to protect us from that. Then we go to the chapter number six on social manners. And the Sheikh says, respect and favor elders. Recognize the status of elders and give them due respect. When walking with them, walk slightly behind and to their right. Let them enter and exit first. Open doors for them and hold it until they enter. If you meet them, greet them properly and respectfully. If you discuss something with them, let them speak first and listen attentively and graciously. If your opinion differs, you should remain polite, calm and kind-hearted. And you should lower your voice. Never forget to remain respectful. We live in America where it is quite common, uh, even in masajid, for youngsters to sit listening to a halaka, listening to a lecture, with their legs uh, stretched straight ahead of them, pointing at the Qibla, pointing at the Khati, pointing at the Ustad, who might even be reading from the Quran, so they are pointing at the Quran, Al-Kareem. It's a very, very bad and miserable habit, right? We we are not supposed to, and don't say this is American culture, it doesn't matter what culture. It's a very bad habit and uh, to point your finger or to point your feet, at somebody to their face and this is to the teacher this is there's nothing more disrespectful and rude than that so please don't do that another thing which i have seen here is uh, youngsters uh, they shake your hand and then with the other hand they thump you on the back they clap you on the back i mean this is so reprehensible and miserable and horrible unbelievable i mean i don't know do, do, do people raise their children or do they just you know dump them and let the children be raised by i don't know what Please, teach your children basic manners. To thump an elder on the back, uh, to put your arm on somebody's, uh, on on an elder person's shoulder. This is horrible. This is a very, very bad uh, practice. I don't know where it comes from. Uh, Please, don't do that. When you respect, when you greet elders, greet them, shake their hand with both your hands, and let go. Don't grab onto the hand. It's not your property. Shake the hand. Let go. Right? Say salam. Assalamu alaikum. Shake your hand and go. Don't thump them on the back. Don't pat them on the back. Don't put your shoulder, your, your arm around their shoulder. They are not equal to you. They are not your your colleagues. Right? They are, they're not your pals. They're, you're not hanging out with them. Show respect because this is a reflection of your parenting, of the parenting that you received. It's a reflection of your parents. It's a, respe- it's a reflection of your character. So don't disgrace yourself and your parents and your 
character in the way that you deal with people, especially elders. Then the Sheikh says, let me review with you some of the prophetic sayings and traditions that uphold these polite manners. Imam Bukhari and Muslim reported that Abdullah ibn Sahal made a trip with Mahisa bin Mas'ud bin Zaid to Khaybar. When they were about to return, Mahisa found Abdullah had been murdered. He went to Rasulullah with, with his older brother, Huwaisa, and the victim's brother, Abdurrahman ibn Sahal. Mahisa, who witnessed the incident, started to talk. But Rasulullah said, the elder, the elder. At that, Huwaisa spoke and after him spoke Mahisa. Another story further emphasizes this behavior. When he was young, Abdullah ibn Umar anhuma uh, was at a gathering of Rasulullah and his senior companions like Abu Bakr and his own father, Sayyidina Umar ibn Khattab. Rasulullah asked his companions, he said, tell me, which tree does not shed its leaves and is like the Muslim? Which tree does not shed its leaves and is like a Muslim? The companions, Sahaba, started suggesting names of desert trees. Abdullah ibn Umar thought that it was the palm tree, it was a date palm tree. Uh, when, see, but since he was the youngest and seeing Abu Bakr and Umar uh, silent, he shied away, he said nothing. Rasulullah told his companions, it is the palm tree. Later, Abdullah told his father that he knew the right answer but had remained silent. Sayyidina Umar uh, said to his son, for you to have said it right then would have been worth a lot to me. Now he's saying that because, you know, it shows how he raised his son and um, uh, and, and, you know, and and how, uh, you know, it would have reflected well on him. Okay, alhamdulillah, this is good. Nothing wrong with that. And that is a, <clears throat> that is something that, you know, applies to uh, that particular incident. Uh, so it's not, uh, it's not, it's not a general statement to be uh, taken for everything. Now, Imam Ahmad and Imam Tirmidhi reported that Ubaidah bin Samit stated that Rasulullah said, whoever does not respect our elders is not from us. He is not one of us. Whoever does not respect our elders is not one of us. Another version reported, whoever does not respect our elders and does not show compassion, shafaqat, kindness to our youth and does not honor our scholars, he is not one of us. So may Allah SWT keep us uh, on the right path. These are very serious warnings being given by Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. In conclusion, this should not be taken to belittle the youth or to put them down. Imam Bukhari reported that Ibn Abbas uh, narrated that Sayyidina Umar allowed him to attend his council with seniors who attended the Battle of Badr. Some of them felt uneasy and they asked, why are you permitting him to attend when he is as young as our children? Sayyidina Umar replied, he is knowledgeable, as you well know. Another version elaborates that Sayyidina Umar asked the, seri- the seniors to explain Surah Al-Fatiha and only Abdullah ibn Abbas uh, explained it correctly. In another narration, he asked him to, uh, he asked them to, uh, he asked them the meaning of the Surah Al-Asr, Wal-Asr in al and uh, no, uh, of, of Surah Al-Nasr, Ida Jaa Nasrullahi Wal-Fat. And uh, Abdullah ibn Abbas anhuma, he is the one who said that this surah uh, foretold the departure of Rasulullah sallallahu to, to meet his Rabb So Sayyidina Umar said, this is the reason I keep him in, in this company. Finally, Ibn Abbas said, I thought he asked the question 
just to demonstrate my knowledge to them. So, Alhamdulillah, uh, this shows how Sayyidina Umar Adirana used to be considerate uh, and supportive of the youth, but it also shows that uh, the youth in, must show the respect that is due to their elders. وَصَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَى نَبِيِّ الْكَرِيمُ وَعَلَى عَلَيْهِ وَصَحَبِهِ بِمَعِمِ رَفَتِكَ الْحَرَّهِ